Welcome to another episode of The Blind Spot, a safe space for blind and visually impaired individuals to share their stories and life experiences. I'm Kayla Aliquin. And I'm Melissa Altador. So we've had a our last series on friendships and, you know, I'm glad everybody enjoyed it and, you know, it's... it's it's, we had a lot of fun doing it. Yes, so. we did. We had a really great time talking about our backstory, about our friendships, other friendships that we've had. I mean, we mentioned those in limited detail, but we did go into a lot of discussion on the different subtopics of <coughs> our friendship series. So I hope you guys really enjoyed that. And I hope you guys learned something as well about us. <laughs> um, <coughs> so for we're starting a new... Um, topic on our uh, relationship series which is dating uh, who wouldn't you know what i don't think this this series would wouldn't be complete without that yeah no it wouldn't not at all <laughs> um <clears throat> for this episode we're gonna do a little bit of an introduction you know to get you guys ready for what's to come in future episodes but we're gonna t- cover many topics in dating especially in the blind and visually impaired community. Um, dating someone that has 20-20 vision. Um, you may be with someone that's also visually impaired or totally blind. How do you handle that? Um, <clears throat> also, um, like we said in our last um, part of our friendship series, when is it a great time to... We're going to go in more detail when it's a good time to present your friends to your significant other but we'll go more in detail with that um at least from my perspective I mean there was a lot that I didn't touch on so I'll touch on that a little bit in this series um also when we also spoke about family dynamics we're gonna talk about that a little bit more this time around but more in detail of when is it great when is a great time for your family to, you know, what questions should they ask your significant other? Like, what kind of questions, especially when you're introducing them to your family? Um, I think that's very important. Um, also, just going out on dates. Uh, <laughs> how is, you know, how does being in visually impaired or totally blind affect you guys going out together? How does that play a factor? Um, just a and whole lot more to come with that. So that's just a few things we want to touch on. More of many, many of you things we want to touch on. Um, anything you want to add to that? Um, I think that's it. Um, I think we had a question that somebody posed. Um, I was sent. Uh, we were sent a list of questions. Is um, someone asked? Um, he wants to date someone in the blind. Or he wants to begin the process of dating, but his family mm-hmm. is against it. Okay. So Did they say why, or they just posed that question just, in general? They just kind of posed it in general. Okay. Didn't give us <laughs> any. Okay. But, you know, maybe give some backstory as to why somebody, family, might be against dating. Um. Okay. I could talk about that. Um. Since we are <laughs> introducing this topic to begin with, um, since this is an intro series, um... I w- an introduction episode, I should say. I will start with that. Um, when dating someone that is going through the same thing as you and your family doesn't approve whether 
you're bringing home a girlfriend or whether you're bringing home a boyfriend or anyone for that matter, because I'm speaking in general. So I'm speaking for everybody. Um, <clears throat> yeah, their it, families. And um, it's uh, I found the question is I want to date, but mm-hmm. I want to date someone that isn't visually impaired. OK, but they're but my family is against it and as well as my friends. How do I tackle that situation? How do wow, I handle this, this situation? This is a bit of a tough one because I never thought I would get that question in a million years because I would think dating someone that has the same disability as you would be a bit of a challenge. Um, what I've learned from, uh, to answer the, um, our viewer's question, our listener's question is, um, one of my best friends who is no longer with us, um, she, she didn't have, I'll say this, like, she dated someone that was completely sighted. Granted, she dated a few others before this person that had the same disability as her. But, like I mentioned before in our friendship series, that it definitely depends on the person. If they can see beyond your disability, and they see the type of person that you are. And you also see their character on if they want to be with you for genuine purposes or what my other best friend coined a phrase is they want to date you for a novelty purposes. And I think if they, if they want to date you for that purpose, I don't think it's the right choice. And maybe your family or your friends see something that maybe you're not seeing. That's one option. But if it's <clears throat> an option of, again, like I said, it depends on the person. And if you guys have, you know, if you already have a friendship built and you guys have great connection and everything's going out great, but you want to move into the next step of actually dating this person, then I would... You know, I would say for myself how this person is before even venturing into that step. I don't know why they're against you dating someone that's completely sighted. I mean, I guess because, like I mentioned before, if that person isn't genuine, then maybe they're seeing something beforehand that you're not seeing. (coughs) Because I've actually witnessed that with a a good friend of mine like he likes this person but you know like she just took him for a ride let's put it that way long story short but like I said it depends on that person's character and what their true intentions are because I've like you're one of the like our, our listener um if you're listening um that's a question I've never been asked before, so I hope I answered it as clearly as I can. Yeah, and I've never seen this question before. I mean, I've I've seen you know this particular <coughs> question I've never seen before. So like it, I said, I've <laughs> I've had people ask like, oh well, they don't want me dating another because there's. I wish I'll go more in depth when we and do future episodes about this. Um, because again. It all goes back to, like, your parents have high, technically, they have high expectations of what your life is going to be like. Yeah. And or they, what they want it to be like. to be like. And that's 
and what I've learned um, is that that's not the case because, you know, not everybody is where they want to be in life. I know I'm not right now. Mm-hmm. I'm getting there. It's always still a work in progress. And I'm sure Kayla can attest to that, too. Like, she's not where she is, but she's, you know. I'm somewhere. Somewhere, like, exactly. Know. So we're both somewhere right now. I, I, I'll tell you this. <coughs> I, I can say this, though. I am in a point in my life where I, where I don't want to be. I don't want to be in a part of my life where I see some people that they just are sitting there collecting a check every month and that, not doing anything. Yeah, well, that's something we're going to discuss, too, in future episodes as well, because I've seen that and we all had that experience sometime or another. And I know that's a little harsh, but these days, you know, it has to be a 50-50 thing. It has to be a 50-50 split on, like, you know, I'm also going to tackle on living together. Like, that's also a challenge. (laughs) And being in a relationship. So living together, that's something I definitely want to touch on because it's true. Tackling that plus living together, that's, that's a lot to deal with. Um... We're going to talk about, like, a whole bunch of things. Like, I have a whole list of things ready to go. But for the purposes of this, um, like I said, I've never had a question like that posed, at least in that way. So I hope I answered it clearly for you. (laughs) I hope I did. I hope that we both did. Um, But thank you so much for bringing that question to our attention because – you know, we've dated, but we never had that experience where our families would be against. Even if I wasn't with the person that I'm with now, but if it was someone cited, you know, I don't think they would have the same reservations either. No. I would think their feelings about it would still be the same. Yeah. I mean, I've been in a situation where, I mean, I'm sure you have too, where... Mm-hmm. They may have had a problem, you know, some concerns about. Yes. You know, there there were times. Yeah. Because they're like, OK, um, I'm going to talk about that when we talk about parenting yeah. and the relationship series like um, parenting and dating. Um, How does that work? Like I there's been concerns about that. But I'm also learning from my friends who do have children that it's possible. Like my significant other has kids, you know, like. Um, there's just a lot of balancing acts there where I never thought in a million years that I would be tackling. Um, I mean, I'm, I would say old enough now in my adult years. Like if I was in my twenties, to be perfectly honest, I wouldn't know like how to handle it in a way where I'm handling it now. Yeah. Cause I think in, it would have been a little different. Yeah. In your 20s, you're still growing. You're still maturing. <laughs> so you're still learning. I mean, and even I know, in our yeah, 30s, we're that, still that learning. That is true. Too. That is true. But I know um, for some of my friends who do have children, some of my friends had children in their 20s. So I'm learning from them how they navigated through that and how I'm learning from a lot of people, like how that shaped them and how that helped their relationship or hurt their relationship. Like there, there's just a lot of factors with that too. So um we'll definitely be touching on that um uh you know it's just a whole lot of stuff like going on a first date I 
<laughs> so speaking of that, like, I didn't have my first real official date, to be perfectly honest, till my current relationship. I, I mean, I went out on dates with my ex, but those were, those were horrible. I'll tell you horror stories when we talk about first dates. <laughs> that was a, that was a horror show. And I never wanted to do it again. So, but to have my first, first real date, it wasn't until this relationship that actually went out with him and actually enjoyed myself from beginning to end um, and things like that. So we're going to talk about first dates and do-overs. <laughs> if, you have, if you're lucky enough to get a do-over, that's a, that's a good thing to know, too. Yeah. Um, and I'm also going to discuss, well, both will discuss how the sighted public sees two visually impaired or totally blind couples go out together because there's a perception with that too when I mentioned um, when we talked about our relationship um, our friendship series I got responses about that too a lot of it was positive I got no I mean maybe there was one negative but that was in my previous relationship there was a few negatives with that but in contrast to this one it was nothing but positive like interactions and even total strangers notice like our dynamics, so it's 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 a lot to deal with as well. So that I'll definitely talk about. Um, you know, we'll talk about any topic of relationships that applies to anyone, but preferably for the purposes of this, it's when is the right time to ask about marriage? When is the right time to ask about your future goals as a couple? Like. That's something I feel that should be talked about a year to two years in. Yeah. Because a lot of people make a mistake of waiting till something happens and then that's when they want to discuss, oh, what's your future plans? <laughs> like, or recently, <clears throat> there's they've been some things, um, so I'll talk about, but long story short about those events. Um, someone I know, uh, got, you know, is pressuring someone else to make that decision when that person already is defiant about it and they're saying, no, that's not what they want. And that's why I said that should have been a conversation to have early on, not when you see someone else, uh, taking the next step in their relationship relationship and that's when you want to talk about that no that's not how that works <laughs> so I'll definitely be talking about that and just dating in general how to navigate that when newly blind as well that's something I want to touch on because people have told me stories so I want to definitely touch on that and you know, help give my perspective on how people should navigate through that as well. So can't wait to do that with you guys. It should be a lot of fun yeah. and very informative. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, it's going to be a very fun um, series. Yeah. <laughs> fun subtopic mm -hmm. our, of our relationship series. Yeah. Um, and also like 
<clears throat> like we talked about in our friendship series, like, okay, who pays for what <laughs> when you guys go out? Like, do you guys go Dutch? Do you guys uh, alternate uh, between dates? And, and you know, some people, you know, families like, oh, they're, you know, you got to keep up with the times. I yeah. mean, I'm sure, you know, if you're old school, mm-hmm. you know, like oh, on a that, first. <clears throat> that's another thing. Okay, so um how does culture play a role i want to talk about that because people don't like to but i feel it does affect your dating life in a way it shouldn't but it does um being the fact that you know kayla's hispanic and i'm haitian so our cultures don't affect our dating life much but it does to an extent because i'm the youngest of three girls so their expectations for me are not lowered but because again like we said like sometimes families have concerns of how your relationship is going to be and what they would have wanted for you so like we got to talk about that (laughs) um and i'm sure you've had that issue not issue per se but i'm sure you've had a moment where things like that played a role in your dating life um but i do want to touch on that i want to touch on um what i call make or break deals um what i mean by that is um if you both agree that having children is something you want in your future that can that's a make or break if you want to get married that's a make or break deal if you want to move in together, that's also a make or break situation. All of those can be, but it also depends on the person. And that's why it's important to, even if you're pursuing a relationship, I think that's something that should be talked about thoroughly. Not just have a one-off conversation and think it's never going to come up again because I'm here to tell you that and I'm sure you all know that it does. It comes up in any way, shape, or, or form. Um, <clears throat> being financially secure. I'm sure Kayla could attest to that. That's a make or break for her. I know for me, that's the same deal. Someone who can manage, manage their money independently, of that's course. That's a make yeah. or break. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you learn that, you know, what you want and don't want as you date, yeah, you know, as, as you, you, when as you well, start, you when you start, like, you know, right. you learn what you want, what you want and what you don't want. And I know that part of it is a touchy, touchy, touchy subject. But I feel Kayla and I have came to a consensus that that has to be spoken about because not oh, especially those of us in the blind and visually impaired community don't want to touch on that too much. Because I know money is everything, but at the same time... I think money is the most... I think the most people think people argue about is money. Money, right. But that's why I said I know it's not everything. It's not the end-all, be-all. But I feel... I strongly feel that if you guys want to have a future together, that that should be discussed. Yeah, and also now that I'm working, that one thing you know is if do you have a job like this yes and also what's the time limit would you give someone that's looking 
for one and can't like those are those that's why i said a lot of these are make or break moments yeah or if you're in if, if you're in college and this person's not in college which i was you know <coughs> I, I was in the situation mm-hmm. like there was a time limit but you know this person didn't honor it so you know that's another thing um <laughs> i feel um that also has to be talked about um you know for me i mean i have and i'm sure kayla does too i i wouldn't say a wish list but I had, re- not say requirements, because that's putting it strongly, but I, there was things that I wanted in a partner that I found, you know, you know, yeah, the relationships are not perfect, but I would have to say that this is cl- the closest to a perfect relationship as I'm going to get, and I'm proud to say that because this person does have a lot of the things that I look for like okay you know great sense of humor financially stable um this this person already has kids so that's a winner in my book already financial because financially stable stable means different things to different different people people. like if you have a job a secure job or if you can you know even if you're not like if you're doing something for yourself that's bringing in a reasonable amount of you know financial rewards to put it mildly then yes i call that like if you can pay your bills on time without worrying that something's gonna get cut off that's what i mean by that or if you or if you have to hold some money from somebody just just until you get your check and then take it you know exactly that's That's what i mean by that (laughs) Because I know it means things to different people, but what I mean is if you have a safety net for yourself that, okay, uh, if there's a rainy day and it's pouring, (laughs) meaning there's things piling up and you can take care of it without hesitation, then good for you. Congratulations. Or if you have a leak in your basement (laughs) that needs to be taken care of. And congratulations. That's what I mean by that. I mean, I know it's not like that all the time, but seven times out of ten, if that's where you're at, then that's a good sign. That's a very good sign. Um, you know, um, where, like I said, there's just a lot of that that needs to be, a lot of the subjects matter that we're going to be touching on, a lot of people don't like to. So that's why we're going to talk about it, because I feel that it needs to be emphasized more and you'll also learn something and i hope that when we as we do go on it helps in your current situation um whether you're married or you're just dating casually dating oh yeah we're gonna talk about different categorizations of being in a relationship either you're casually dating someone or if you're in a serious relationship, there's a big difference. <laughs> uh, so when you say you're dating, I think you should be more specific on what type of relationship you're in. Either you're casually seeing someone, and it's not. You know what they call that? If you're yeah, and um, if you're dating somebody just because of a situation you're in, mm-hmm. like if you, they call that situationships. Yes, yes, yeah. yes guys. Yeah. 
We're learning new slang this year. It's called situationships, okay? We're a little old. I never used that term in that sense until now, so I'm I'm learning. Okay. Yeah. Um, Yeah, So she. It means that you're dating somebody just because you're in a. You just want to have fun, or or you just want the the stability because you know it's like I guess what you call dating for the benefits. Right. 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 Without putting in the hard work and having to. Right. I got you. Yeah. But a lot of people do that too. Um. I I've seen that a lot. (laughs) Um. So that's why I said if you're dating, you need to be a bit more specific on the level of that you're at. So <laughs> um, we're also going to talk about like, um, I mean, there's just so many different. Yeah. It's very broad. It's very like, um, also, I'm going to talk about how uh, if you are a single parent, how do you navigate dating while before like before getting into a new relationship how does that affect your children i want to talk about that a little bit too for those of you who do have children um i want to know how that you know affected your dating life as well and um there's just a lot i want to touch on (laughs) so so much so much i want to touch on um i think also it's important to know that sometimes the first person, like, y- you won't always be in that. Even if the person's the total opposite from you, that's okay, too. You won't always have the same things in common. Like, if your significant other likes action movies and you like chick flicks, that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> that is okay. But I do um, say to make a point of this is take interest in what your partner does i think that helps a lot um i'm also going to talk about like little things you can do to maintain your romantic relationships um i'll touch on that because that also will be touched on a little more when we talk about mental health but as we go on with this um Here's little things you can do, you know, especially if you've been with someone for X amount of years and, you know, things get predictable sometimes. So there's things to do that keeps the relationship fresh, I should say, (laughs) like doing date nights once a month, because, you know, those of you who are working, that takes up a lot of your time. I'll admit it does. That takes a lot of your time. So... Pick a time that you both you both know that you're off or both know sometimes it's hard to know each other's schedulings um, and that's okay. But if you do know, then find the time to do date nights, do home cooked dinners. Home cooked dinners are greatly appreciated too. Home cooked dinners. Um, Order. Like, order in something, like yeah. DoorDash or like Uber Dora- Eats oh, or something. Oh, we got plenty of those these days, yeah. so there's no reason you yeah. can't do little home date nights either. Yeah. You don't always have to go out. Or just go pick up something on your way home from work or something, if you can, if it's if possible you can, for you. If it's possible. Yeah. Um, you know, do, um, I coined a phrase of doing a relationship check-in. What I, I'll talk about that more, but... 
for the in the purposes of our introduction episode is what I mean by that is um if you're if you and your significant other are you know if your significant other is having a problem and you notice like their demeanor changed or their attitude changed about something there are ways to ask without being too intrusive but you also want to check in and make sure that they're okay or if you are both okay as a couple like if there's something wrong now would be the time to talk about it if there was something that wasn't addressed pre in your previous argument that needs to be addressed now I think that should be um that should be talked about um and check in on each other like because sometimes life gets in the way like we both are either working or doing different things and um like I said with date nights do that but also ask hey how was your day um was there some you know whatever would happen that day, you want to know about it because you know it's you care you want to show that you care and you want to show that you understand your partner in any situation that they're going through um what you know at least for i I don't know about you, but for us ladies, we like to, we like compliments every now and then. Yeah. We like to, you know, if especially like to especially if we're having a bad day. Yeah. And what they call that um like, there's a book called um The Five Languages by the love language. Gary. Okay. Uh, one of the five love languages is words of affirmation. Oh, okay. So that's, you know, you like compliments or, or some some kind of uh positive uh, uh or yeah or something just like a show of encouragement that you you're putting effort into your relationship like if um i know like i'll talk about that more but um i i remember like when my fiance and i were going out like he tells me i look nice all the time but because you know, going out or whatever. I'm like, hey, I'll ask, like, hey, do you think I look, you know, okay in this? Or should I change? Or should I, like, <laughs> you know? They're like, no, no, no. Like, little compliments like that go a long way because it makes you feel good about yourself. And not only that, it it shows that your partner also sees you the way you see yourself. So that's a good thing to remember. Um, and I know guys, too. Guys like compliments. <laughs> Guys like to know that they're, you know, looked at and you want to show them the same things that they would show you, like the compliments that you give, like, hey, you look handsome today, or hey, um, you know, little things like that go a long way. If they do some kind of act of service, yes. and another right. love language is random acts of kind service. Of, yes. So but if they cook something good and you say, oh, you know, this is really good, you mm -hmm. know, like. I'll definitely talk about that more. Um, there's little things you can do to show your appreciation. You don't have to, and this is something I want to make very clear. Don't do it out of obligation. Do it to show your appreciation for the person that you're with. Like, I do things like that all the time. I may, it, it's not like, you know, random or anything, but there are times where if I'm out um, and I go to a store and I'm like, I'm looking for something for myself, but if I see something that I know he would like, 
I'm like, oh my God, maybe I should get that because that reminds me of that person. Just little, little acts of gen- go a long way. Some generosity go a long way too. Um, that's, that's another love. That's like one of my personal loves is showing that you care through those acts of, oh, you got me something just because you thought about me today or you did this because you knew I liked this and you heard what I said. Like, like, and take hints of that too. If your significant other likes something and you're out and about and you're looking around like, hmm, wait, I remember they said they like X, Y, and Z. Why don't I surprise them and get them this or anything like that? I think that goes a long way. Um, just showing your appreciation in general is greatly appreciated, I think. Um, and another thing I will definitely be talking about is how to communicate how you feel to your partner, too. Especially, I know that's like the basis of all relationships, but I think for us in particular, I find I'm noticing with a lot of people that it's a hard thing to do, especially because they've either been burned before they got with you or um, things in their past really affected them. So they have a hard time communicating how they feel about whatever situation that you're dealing with. So I think we'll definitely be talking about that. Um, anything you want to add to uh, I think that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure more stuff will come we'll on come as, we right. as we keep doing these, this. As we keep recording and oh, doing definitely. these uh, <laughs> these topics. So, but um, like we said, this is gonna be a lot. So get ready because we're definitely gonna be covering <laughs> all aspects of dating. Yeah. Um, we're gonna talk about you know your goals as a couple, what your plans are. Um. Again, going out on first dates. That's always exciting. That's always nerve-wracking. Um, that's, um, I'm going to talk about how you go out on a first date with someone that has 20-20 vision. How does that work? And also, maybe we should go over, as you know, when we first start. Like, mm-hmm. um, I know a lot of people, they like to use the dating apps. That's Do you know? Yes. I've. We definitely will say I have stories with that from friends, so I'm definitely going to talk about that. Um, I think it's a good idea, but sometimes it can be a bad idea. Mm-hmm. How I Met My Fiance, I don't uh, I don't uh, recommend that for everyone because <laughs> that always that never works out well. Mm-hmm. In my case, it did. It was very random what I did. Um, but if it wasn't for what I did, I never would have met him. So I'm kind of grateful for that. But me personally, I don't like dating apps necessarily. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just don't, I guess I'm old, a little bit old school. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. Dating apps. I mean, we talked about, we touched on the safety thing. Yeah. Like that's. So that, I mean, when I say date for my friends, like one of my friends, like he's like, but you met this person on Facebook. I'm like, yeah, but that's different as opposed to 
go on an actual dating app itself and, and swipe right and exactly and a lot of i don't know if a lot of i've never been on dating apps but i find mm-hmm. a lot of them are not accessible for that screaming. <laughs> so that's another that thing too. too but um like my friend like um when we talk about dating apps and safety i think and a, some a lot of them you have to pay for also. a lot of them you have to pay for and another thing with that is <laughs> ooh, <bless you. laughs> um, a lot of that with that is there's also a safety factor um when we talk about that as well um to end this introductory episode what i really want to touch into is body language how does that affect dating like because we all can't see right Mm. so that's a disadvantage so how do you know if that person is being genuine when you first meet them and we're going to talk about that Mm. and how do you know like just taking like audio cues that's where your hearing really has to be up and running in overtime because since you can't see the person necessarily, um, I do have some tips in order to navigate through that. Um, we'll definitely talk about that because I've gotten a lot of requests to talk about that even before I even conceived the idea of doing this podcast, but it was because of that that made me want to do this in the first place. So I'll definitely be, um, definitely be talking about that. Um, and that's pretty much, you know, what we're going to be covering all aspects of dating from first dates to marriage, parenting, all of it. So I hope you guys are excited as we are because yeah. I have a lot of dating <laughs> stories. Yeah. Maybe I can learn from this too. Cause yeah. I haven't been too much out. <laughs> Yeah, maybe I can learn something from this too, oh, and I'm as well sure as you, you guys, yeah, and um, as well as you guys too, because <laughs> I've had some experience, but I definitely can't wait to share with Kayla and the rest of you how, like, how to navigate through that. Because you know, I'm sure um, <laughs> she will find someone that you know, whether it's through any social outings or anywhere really, that these are things you can learn and also if you've learned from your past relationships what to do and what not to do how to um another thing i found um is how to try to how not to bring um your past baggage into your current oh yeah that's kind of (laughs) hard i know that firsthand it's a bit hard yeah especially when you have kids and mm -hmm. you got this that too (laughs) so that's a lot to talk about. So I hope you guys definitely got a little taste of what's to come with this introductory episode. Mm-hmm. And um, I hope to the person who sent in this question, mm-hmm. I hope I tried to answer this as clear as I could because I've never had yeah. this question posed. Yeah. And if you need more clarification but or something, you we'll can email. We'll definitely talk about yeah. that. Anybody could email us at theblindspot at gmail.com. And follow us on our Instagram Instagram if you haven't already. If you haven't and everything like that. So I hope that, you know, I hope you guys are definitely excited as we are because I'm I'm ready. (laughs) Me too. I'm definitely ready. Um, So thank you guys for listening. And um, for our next episode, we're going to dive in to um, how to navigate when you're already friends 
how to take it to the next step of being in a relationship when you're dating when you're with someone that has the same disability as you so that's something I can't wait to talk about (laughs) so I can't wait for that so thank you guys again for listening follow us at um, the blind blind spot spot on Instagram (laughs) and please email us your questions and please I encourage commenting on our Instagram posts as well so that way we um just in case if we don't get a chance to check our emails yeah um leave your comments and questions there and you know I always check our social media so I will know (laughs) there's a comment there and we'll definitely um be answering questions so thank you guys again um, I'm Melissa Altenor. I'm Kayla Aliquin. And, and this, this was, was The Blind, blind Spot. spot. <laughs>